The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas. And first things first, many, many congratulations to the English women's national soccer team on being crowned the 2022 UEFA Women's European Champions. And I do speak from the bottom of my heart. You absolutely deserve it. Congratulations, ladies. Sending my congratulations all the way from the United States of America. Oh, man. And watching the game, watching the highlights, you know, the fact that there was people on Twitter or that people that I know attacking women's soccer, I'm just like, you know what? You might not care about it, but guess what? I do. To me, women's soccer matters. To me, women's sports matters. You have your opinion, I have mine. All right? And there's nothing that anybody can say, there's nothing that those haters can say that can make me change my mind about the brilliant concept of women's soccer, especially in the European scene. The, the women's soccer in Europe is just absolutely unique. And watching this English women's national team, they are brilliant. They were able to do what the men's English national team could not do last summer. They were able to get it done in the final on home soil. This is absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. (sighs) You know, based on how this game went, and the fact that England was squaring off against Germany... You knew England was under a tremendous amount of pressure. There's no doubt about that. All right? And honestly, the fact that this particular game was a rematch from the 2009 European Women's Championship where Germany destroyed England, and I do mean destroyed England, 6-2. to two. And, and for England, you know, coming in this game, they, were, they had twice been finished up as runners-up in 2009 and in the very first women's, uh, UEFA Women's European Championship back in 1984 when they lost to Sweden in a penalty shootout. And the fact that Germany 
eight-time champions, the eight-time women's European champions, something like that. No doubt that, you know, of course, you know, they come against England, England as home soil. Sometimes I ask myself who truly was listed as the favorite. Part of me said, this is going to be England. This is England's time. England has been chasing a title for a long time, and they, they're finally determined to finally secure one. Chasing the World Cup back in 2011, you know, they've been chasing the World Cup since 2011. You know, finishing the, finish in, the in third place in 2011. Actually, I'm sorry. It was just actually not in 2011. It was actually in 2015. Kind of getting ahead ahead of myself, you know, kind of, you know, flipping through all, all my research notes. But in 2015, you know, when England finished, you know, in third place, and then in 2019 when they came this close in that semifinal game against the U.S. Women's National Team, which was super hard fought, you know, of course, you know, you know England, you know, what happened to them in 2019 when it was really, when it was sure that the English Women's National Team would bring it home, and then in the Olympics last year, how that went. So they basically kind of, in a bit, redeemed themselves. But now England is even further determined to redeem themselves, and now they want to win the world title. They want they won the European Championship now, and now they want the world title more than anything. And I think even though even if England had not won today, I would still believe that going into the next Women's World Cup, without a doubt, England would come in as one of the favorites. And I would not be surprised if we saw a rematch between the United States and England. And quite honestly, that would be a match that the world would love to see, especially for those who truly support and follow women's soccer. So anyway, you know, looking at the highlights and the stats of this game, you know, this is gonna this is gonna haunt Germany for a long time. Let me tell you, seven shots on target on, and scoring only once. But then again, if we're gonna talk about that, if if, if I'm gonna give Germany a bit of criticism on that, I mean, I gotta go with it with England too because England had eight shots on target and only scored twice. So one of the biggest keys of this game was the missed opportunities from both teams. Okay. Again, England's. Eight shots on targets, two of them, you know, two of the goals go in. Okay. And for in Germany's case, seven and only one goes in. So that was so obviously that's you know, we, we definitely have to mention that. And you know, the first half and then basically from this game, you know, and of course watching the highlights, it's no surprise because you know, yesterday I talked about the FA Community Shield, how both Liverpool and Manchester City fought tooth and nail immediately from the beginning to the end. I mean, in this particular game, England versus Germany, the UEFA women's uh European Championship final, it was the same particular way. Both teams fought tooth and nail from the beginning to the end, especially at the beginning. Within three minutes, how Fran Kirby of England sets up a chance and then makes the pass to Ellen White, who Ellen White you know, connects with the header, but cannot target it correctly. The bottom line is England started off you know, threatening, but so did Germany. The goalkeepers just making the saves, the scoring attempts just being thwarted. Uh, being foiled, you know, it's just, man. And in the 62nd minute, when England took that lead, <laughs> oh, what a beautiful goal. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> and the fact that this that goal was actually made by a substitute, I mean, you know, I was just like, you know what? You make the change, you, you bring in something that's fresh, and then Ella Toon, who plays for Manchester United, of the Women's Super Club League, Manchester United, how she made that goal just Beating the goalkeeper in that particular fashion. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And the fact that this is in the late game, you know, and then Germany equalizes with about 10 minutes left. I mean, that's where England, believe it or not, was under a hell of a lot more pressure than Germany could ever have been. 
Because when Germany equalizes, especially this late in the game, that England cannot hold on. England's probably the one that goes into panic mode. But England kept it together. They stayed calm. And they scored the game-winning game in extra time. <laughs> Basically off of a corner and just a... You see, when I talk about hard-fought, you know, not giving up on the play, Chloe Kelly made a perfect example of that particular objective. You do not give up. You just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. You keep doing it. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, you will be blessed with the goal. And that's exactly what happened. Chloe Kelly gave England the game-winning goal in such a brilliant and beautifully clutch fashion. That's why I have to say from the bottom of my heart and to be told to do the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, England earned the title. All right? England truly earned that title. Oh, boy. And then all the adrenaline right now, you know, watching you know, the brilliant highlights of the, of the match, it's... Oh, boy. It, me watching, you know, part of the match, you know, getting up just to be able to watch it because, you know, I felt like, you know... I felt like I just had to watch it. But again, you know, England has been so impressive. And we all know me, like, you know, England has, you know, several players that I truly admire. That would be Lucy Bronze, Millie Bright, Fran Kirby, you know, Ellen White. I mean... This this English team truly is an inspiration, if you ask me. And here I am watching that goal, you know, in the 62nd minute, man. I was like, you know, based on how that game, uh, how that goal partic particularly went, I was basically thinking, oh boy, as soon as that's done, the offside, the offside fight's going to go up, but it didn't. So, <laughs> now looking at that replay, I mean, look at that. See, that's talking about not giving up. Making a, a threat, and then look, look at making these passes, basically catching the German midfield and defense off guard, making a large pass, and this striker slips through three defenders and beats the goalkeeper. And the goalkeeper, man, well, the defender, one defender caught up, but the English player just got rid of the ball right at the nick of time, the perfect time, and it worked out quite well. And that goal is just an absolute golasso. Brilliant. Now, of course, the reaction of the German manager, oh, that's priceless, but... Now, take a look at how Germany equalized. Oh, boy. I mean, that's kind of... That's, that's basically Germany for you. I mean, Germany literally slipping right through the English defense like that, and, man. I mean, Germany's equalizer. If we're going to give the major credit to English to England's opening goal, we got might as well give credit to, to Germany's equalizer, too, because that goal was absolutely brilliant. And that's basically just how competitive... The European women's soccer is, especially at the international level. I mean, seeing a, a classic between England and Germany, I mean, you're bound to see hard-fought goals like that, and that's exactly what we saw, and I'm impressed. I mean, finally, that, that player, too, you know, the German player, I don't know her name, but, you know, based, based on the looks of it, you know, she beat Millie, you know, beating Millie Bright, man. My, my favorite, you know, one of my favorite uh, English uh, female players, you know, Millie Bright, who honestly is very, very impressive. Man. I mean, beating, I mean, obviously Millie Bright is hands down, you know, top five, you know, best uh, defenders in Europe in women's soccer. and But, you know, Millie Bright, much like everybody else, you know, not perfect. It was a mistake, but, but you know, England, England went on to win. So, now looking at that, that corner, oh, England's uh, game-winning goal, I mean, man, look at that. The fact that, you know, from the key, from the fact that the German goalkeeper failed to secure it like that, and then the English player... Again, um, Chloe Kelly, right place, right time, man, like that, and I'm and, and I can't say that England England got lucky. England just got the England got the job done. They did their job. 
And I mean, not only the the German goalkeeper, but you know the German defenders failing to clear the ball. I mean, man, but definitely a uh, a crucial mistake by by Germany. And man, I don't know if I even said if if, I, if the defenders. Uh, I might have accidentally said English goalkeeper, but I meant to say how the German goalkeeper and the German defenders failed to get rid of it. I mean, the goalkeeper failed to secure while the defenders failed to clear it. Man. Crucial mistake right there. I mean, I'm telling you, the excitement, the adrenaline's in my head. I mean, I'm just like, I'm just having such a hard time keeping my train of thought, y'all, and I deeply apologize. Oh, boy, man. So now looking at, at these stats, you know, man, you know, two big chances missed, you know, from both teams. I mean, you know, based on what I saw, there was probably a, at least a, a few more, but, I mean, I can definitely say there was at least two, I mean, the fact that Germany and England were missing their big chances and the game, the first goal wasn't scored until like the 62nd minute of the game. I mean, I was kind of feeling if this is going to be a 0-0 draw after regulation and extra time and we go to a penalty shootout, I'm like, well, it was a tough game to watch, but that's what it all came down to and that just gives you the bigger story, especially in my case. You know, seeing, you know, just... England's defense, 13 interceptions, total of 28 clearances, and five saves. You're talking about that, you know, I got to give Germany credit, you know, 31 clearances and six saves. So Germany's defense was, you know, pretty resilient, you know, clearing the ball. And they were, they did such a good job out of it. And, and in that one particular moment, they failed to do it. I mean, that's that's even going to that's gonna haunt them even more. I mean, so not only the fact that they had seven shots on target and could not score, but, you know, 31 clearances total but failed to clear the ball Allowing Germany to get the game-winning goal—I mean, that's going to be—that's going to hurt. But you know, these things—these things happen, unfortunately. And and again, we can't—we can't just say that Germany—that that excuse me—that England got lucky. I mean, England got the job done. I mean, England took advantage of their chances, and even though England had failed previously to take advantage of chances before, they did it. They did it at the most crucial moment, and, they, and it paid off for them. I mean, England kept calm, they kept focus, and it paid out for them. And now England can proudly say. That they they are the women's European champions and rightfully deserved. And again, many 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 congratulations to the English women's national team. And as far as the German women's national team goes, there's nothing to be ashamed about. It just was it just wasn't your day. But you know what? Now now it's time to, now it's time to set the sights and set the focus on the world title in the in the next women's World Cup. So, which will actually be taking place next summer. And speaking of the 2022 Women's World Cup, well, man, that'll be actually, believe it or not, I've actually said this before, but it'll be tough for me to watch because it's taking place in Australia and New Zealand. And here I am in the United States, you know, with the, with the time difference. I mean, God knows how brutal, brutal that's going to be. And look, looking at the, uh, the competitors already, of course, we already got Australia and New Zealand, Japan, South Korea, and China are in. Of course, the Philippines and, the, and Vietnam are in. You know, for the Europeans, Sweden, Spain, France, and Denmark are already in. And, I'm get, and I'm, I'd imagine that Germany and England are going to finish their qualifiers next. So I guess now they got to focus on the qualifiers, and then they can fully set their focus on the world title. The United States and Canada are in, along with Costa Rica, Jamaica, and Zambia, and Morocco, South Africa, Colombia, Brazil, Argentina. So, yep, the list of, the list of competitors is filling up. So the Women's World Cup is you know getting more and more interesting and exciting, no doubt about it. So, anyway, and you know the, what's really interesting about the 2022, 
excuse me, 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup, it'll be the first Women's World Cup to expand from 24 competitors to 32 competitors. So interesting is that, you know, the Men's World Cup in 2026 will, will go from 32 to 48. So the World Cup is really, 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 really intensifying. And to be honest, I love it. I love it. More, com- more competition, more stories, lo- lots of things to look forward to. So I'm definitely looking forward to the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it. And before I close it out, I'd like to give a shout-out to my sponsors and proudly remind everybody that Into the Net FC is proudly partnered with Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel. Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands from the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the NHL, the MLS, European Soccer, and now... WWE merch. So if there's any pro wrestling fans listening, Fanatics.com is also now with WBShop.com. So if you're looking to shop at Fanatics, just find Internet FC's link in the description. You can start shopping and take advantage of the best deals possible. And Internet FC is also proudly partnered with Fans Idea, where you design your own team jerseys for as low as $24.99. Custom jerseys made in a matter of seconds through customizable templates. So start now. Design the perfect high quality. No skills are needed. It's fast and it's easy. So if you are ready to customize your own sportswear, just find the link in the description and you can get started right now. And also finally, Internet FC is also proudly partnered with Paramount+. Plus. Paramount Plus allows you to stream the Champions League, the Europa League, and the Europa Conference League. Plans start at $4.99 per month, and you can cancel at any time. Subscribe now and get a free trial. And if you're looking to sign up, just find the link in the description, and you can sign up, and you can start binge-watching soccer as well as all your favorite shows. And Internet FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank y'all very, very much for joining me today, and I will see y'all next time. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.